0: Welcome in the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure to check out com. spell it out, F-I-V-E, ReasonsSports.com, of course, at Five, the number of Reasons Sports Twitter, and the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. We're going to get to today's very solemn episode here in a second. I'll be joined by Alphonse Sidney. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about One of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com. Spell it out, O-N-E, calllegal.com. They've got someone there with legal advice for you 24 hours a day, and they have the best attorneys in South Florida handling everything from immigration to personal injury to sports law to slip and falls, traffic tickets. They handle everything at the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. They're located right off of I-95 in the Miami Shores area just before the Golden Glades interchange so contact them at one again that's o-n-e and now today's episode
1: welcome to five on the floor a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Albon Sydney, aka Al954 brought to you by the five reasons sports network
0: all right, even Skolnick back. I'm in the arena. I'm in a photo room in the back of the media r- <laughs> room. Excuse me. Um, apologize for the cough. I know people are getting sensitive about this. I've had
1: an allergy. You, I was about uh, to say it. Cancel the podcast. Postpone. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't want to get you sick, and I don't want to make light of it. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not. I I have an allergy. You know that. I sometimes like cough a little bit here on the pod, but uh, essentially. This was a weird night. Alf is home, um, decided not to come tonight for his own personal reasons. Alex could not make it either. Uh, so I was alone here, one on the floor, and I just came from the floor. And it was a weird night, and we're not really going to talk much about the game. I mean, the game was a disaster. They scored 40 points against the Hornets in the first quarter. Uh, Kendrick Nunn looked terrific. Uh, DJ J looked Fantastic. Bam was on his way to a double digit assist game. Duncan Robinson didn't shoot well, but still 40 points in the first quarter. And then they just got throttled the rest of the way. I mean, every lineup that Eric threw out there didn't work. Dragic wasn't good. I don't know why Solomon Hill played 23 minutes when Kelly Olenek couldn't get off the bench. It's just a weird, weird night. But, uh, but look, everything now is about coronavirus and about what it's doing to the world. And now that has, to a certain degree, infected the NBA. So the news came out. You know, I was saying out all day that the, the league's going to end up having to suspend. Um, it's just too many, it's too many players around. When you started banning the media from the locker room, it was like, okay, that's the measure we're going to take. And, and I'm not trying to take that personally, but that I'll, like that, that wasn't going to do it. It was okay. a, half,
1: it's a half measure. You're talking about high fives on the way to the court. Arena's full of right. twenty thousand people. It's an international game, international players, international fans. It's just, it's, it's a lot going on. It really is. Right. And and banning media um, from being in the locker room, it doesn't stop. I mean, the rest of the uh, human interaction that just goes on, which is actually one of the reasons I stayed home tonight, because I, mm-hmm. and you said personal reasons, I'm not afraid to say it. I have asthma. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I realized I was actually on a flight home uh, from Philadelphia on Monday. And what normally happens on flights because there's just not a lot of air circulation. I get, I get moments of short, of shortness of breath. And I started mm-hmm. panicking a little bit and I always just have to calm myself down and just say, and breathe and, 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 and be easy. And then it comes back. But I remind myself like, dude, you have asthma. Right. Like, right. You, we, we yeah. make it sound like this is only affecting 80 year olds, but I have a respiratory illness. Right. So, yeah, so
0: you couldn't be here tonight. And, and that's, and, and I noticed it on the way down. Like I come down from Fort Lauderdale, and I've been talking all year about how the traffic is worse than it's been ever since I can remember because of whatever it is they're doing to the 395. And but tonight it was it was a breeze, like it was a breeze again here. And I know it was Charlotte on a midweek game. But, like, I, it is the easiest to get here tonight that it's been the whole year. And you could just feel it. Like, this felt like the end. When I was walking around, because I know, you know, I've been here a long time, obviously, and I know a lot of the ushers and the security people and everything, and everybody the whole night was saying to me, have a good vacation, have a good year. And this is before the suspension came down. Now, they didn't know anything, but we all knew something, right? And then, you know, you're So I knew there was going to be a suspension. You, you couldn't continue with this. It's clear. I don't want to get into politics on this podcast. You and I are on the same place on this. It's clear that this administration is not capable of handling this. In fact, the does not want to handle it. They, they basically want to say nothing's happening so that the stock market goes back up and the guy in, in office gets reelected or imposes martial law. So he stays there until he dies.
1: I can't I mean, wait for these YouTube what's ha- comments. Happening. I can't.
0: <laughs> but I, I well, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying any, any administration would handle this well, but I, I just know this one won't. Uh, so basically, you, you have a situation now where this has been kind of diminished, 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 diminished. And I, I think that the leagues in some way are acting more responsibly than our government is. Uh, but at some point something was going to get imposed. And so, you know, to me, I think the season's over. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to play basketball again this year. I think the most likely scenario is they're having this, this board of governors call tomorrow, another conference call, Eric Spolster, who, by the way, um came to the media room today and the locker room wasn't supposed to be open but we were supposed to get players i understand why not bolster answered two questions was asked another and they said look i don't have anything else to say they were not about basketball they were about the suspension of the season and he left um i've posted those on twitter and and on instagram so i i just think and he talked about how there's a call tomorrow I think it'll be sort of indefinitely suspended, maybe a two to three week time frame in their heads. And then they're going to come back in two to three weeks and do it for another two to three weeks. And then after that, it's just going to be shut down. I I think logistically it's too difficult um, to come back, but I also think the danger of it and and let's get to the real crux of what happened tonight, the Rudy Gobert situation, um, which I, I had another media guy person kind of gum at me today, tonight for my tweet, but I believe this. Okay. You can hope that Rudy Gobert is fine and gets healthy because he's contracted the coronavirus now, and you can also say that he was an idiot. An idiot. Not for contracting it. Right. Not for contracting it, Alf, because I'm not saying you're an idiot for contracting. Anybody can contract anything. For what he did, if you haven't seen it on three, four days, I'm not saying this is how – and I saw your tweet. It's not how he can – I don't know it's how he contracted
1: it. It's not but, because the incubation period is – someone put four days. I saw 10 to 14. Right. It happened – okay, so what he did, the backstory on it – is you know they had this press conference where they had the media sitting in a, at a comfortable distance away to protect the players from coronavirus, and at the end of the at the end of the interview, he'd proceeds as a joke to touch the entire table and to touch every single microphone, like ha 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 coronavirus not that right. big of a deal. He made other comments before about this isn't big of a deal. Like listen, I was on likes and opinions. I've been on Twitter saying. This is, you know, I think we're overblowing this, but at the same time, you have to be responsible because Mm -hmm. as a healthy 20-something-year-old, you're not the one at risk. So now, it's not that he got the virus from touching microphones. It's the fact that somebody had to go collect those microphones afterwards. Right. right? Right. Uh, Somebody had to clean up that table. The fact is, and either way, he might have spread it, but just to be so... Uh, cravenly stupid about it that's Crazy. where people are mad about it
0: right right so you, it can be both i mean he could be an idiot and at the same point you could say i hope he feels better uh and and uh, he hope he gets better I, I and so but to have a high profile player to have that situation you know and, and here's the other thing i noticed and, and look the players didn't know about the suspension of the season so they got back to the locker room that's what spolster said the news that made it through the arena to certain degree, because I was turning around talking to people and saying "see you next year," and they were like, "Yeah, we we just saw." I mean, everybody's on Twitter, so in this arena, so they 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 knew they knew what happened. They saw Woj and Shams. The players didn't find out till later. But I'm watching the players on the court, and they're all hugging each other after the game, and just it's what we're talking about. I don't blame them, but it's like there's certain rituals that come with this sport, like you said, the handshakes, the throwing towels, you know, to the fans. The and, and you can't just stop all that stuff. That's re- I mean, I, on our right- po-
1: the wiping on, of sweat and throwing it to a ball boy.
0: Well, on our podcast, where we talked to Jay Crowder about the handshake with Jimmy Butler, like this is just part of the game. Like, you're there's a lot of contact, okay? And that's why it was a little offensive that basically the, 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 the league decided the unwashed media are the ones that we're going to keep away from when I'm like, <laughs> these players are all all around each other all the time. Like it, it felt to me, honestly, and I said this, and people got to say like an access grab to a certain degree, because we know that whenever the leagues take access for some reason or another, it never comes back. So like I'm fully anticipating we'll never be in a locker room again. Okay. Which again, I've been in enough locker rooms in my life. Okay. I don't need to be in the locker room but the reason you like going in a locker room as a, as a reporter is because you get to build relationships in there because you talk to guys when they're not being interviewed on camera and and other things. And so that's a lot of the way I've done my business for the last 20 plus years. It's probably over also. Okay. But it seemed to me like an access grab at first to just single out the media at this point, I think the NBA has acknowledged it's not just that, okay? That's not going to be enough, all right? We're going to have to do something else. And so it just leaves you with this very sort of empty feeling because I think the NBA has acted responsibly. Spolster said that after the game. But at the same point, it's like you and I are sitting here and others, okay, for months and months and months obsessing about a basketball team, for better or worse, Child's department of you know, toy department of life, right, is sports. But we're doing this, and then it's like, okay, none of it meant anything. You know, because, you know, none of it meant anything because basically the season's probably over. It was a developmental season for a lot of the Heat players. Trades they made at the deadline to try to get themselves in better position don't don't end up mattering. Um, Now you look at it, and you are like, would you have made the Justice Winslow trade? Maybe not. You know, probably to get under the cap. There's a lot of things that you and I, I think, can talk about with the NBA gone, about how, where we go forward, but obviously it's going to be more challenging. There's no question about that, and obviously there's an empty feeling here. I, I talking again to all these people as I, you know, I was walking downstairs, and and everybody just looks sad, you know, because they know, well, you know,
1: I mean, they're not going to be back here Friday, Saturday, or probably the rest of the season. Well, I mean, I, like I was just in the group, one of our my group chats, and I, there's a guy um, in the group chat talking about he's probably going to get late because he's in the hospitality industry, he's going to get laid off for the next few months. You have people that work in these arenas that are aren't, oh, yeah. aren't going to be able to work. My, yeah, that's
0: that's the untold story here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: absolutely. I I have six work trips. You know, I travel a lot for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have at least six work trips over the next eight weeks that I've had to cancel flights and hotel stays for. Mm-hmm. The, every one of those work trips are sales for me. Right. Every single one of those work trips is a meeting with a a, a, a retail chain or a huge distributor. Where I'm trying to, you know, make money. And it's, and these things, like there's one, there's one trip in, uh, every summer we, we go to Vegas for, um, uh, an event called Cosmoprof. Cosmoprof is one of the biggest events in the world. There's an entire Chinese pavilion. There's an Italian pavilion. Between those two pavilions, that's about 40% of the show that attracts over maybe 300 to 400,000 people every year. That's shut down. Right. There's no, and that's that's supposed to be coming in June. There's no way that happens. So, mm-hmm. like, this is going to affect every single industry, and we're talking about basketball. And I'm sorry, I'm turning this to an episode of Locked Good Opinions right now. No, that's fine because I, I don't really think we can talk basketball tonight. I just it's, I don't. Like, it's so much I, bigger than basketball. And the mm-hmm. only thing that I will I will say tonight, and I hate to try to make a silver lining out of something like this, is that, and you know, and I like to joke about things, but Rudy Gobert, Tom Hanks, Rita Hill. These people mm-hmm. contracting coronavirus may finally make people wake up and realize how big of a deal this is.
0: Right. Well, it's not going to make it. Well, certain well, people, that, certain that, people, that it's, uh, certain people. It's not going to make realize anything because I mean, right? wasn't it at, at CPAC where they were calling it a hoax, and then and then obviously someone at CPEC, uh got it. Uh, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, look, I'm I, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not, I, you know, I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't know. I don't know anything about any of this. Uh, other than what i 'm reading, uh, all I know is that if you have something that's that 's easily passed from one person to another, uh, you know highly contagious at this stage, and you 're having and again forget the the unwashed media in the locker room you 're having twenty thousand people congregate in one place uh, and also in a situation where they interact with others who then travel around the country. It probably is not the best idea to continue playing. And this idea that was floated, which I I think that, you know, I think LeBron actually shut it down. I know he backed, tracked on it, but LeBron speaks for players. That's, that's, you know, that's LeBron's role. Okay. People think sometimes that LeBron is just being selfish, me, 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 but a lot of the things LeBron says publicly, and he, he does this even more now, but even when he was with the heat, he was speaking for other players. Okay. And when he came out and basically said, I'm not going to play in front of an empty arena. I think people took that as him being okay. I need to be big shot in front of fans all the time, but really he was speaking for a lot of different players who felt that way. And, and again, he does speak through it all the time. I remember being in the locker room. It's funny. They played, played, played Charlotte tonight. Cause I remember being in the locker room when the Donald Sterling stuff broke. OK, because that was during the first the Heat's first round series. I guess it would have been 2014 against Charlotte. Um, and all that no, news broke during the day about Sterling and everything. And I remember walking in the locker room before the game because everybody wanted to talk to LeBron. And I kind of wanted to talk to Ray because Ray was Ray Allen was one of these voices you would want on a topic like that. Right. So Ray was in there and Ray pointed to me and he goes, just give me a minute. OK. And he caught before I, as I, as I started to ask the question. I don't know why other reporters weren't asking the question that day, but I walked up to Ray and he said, just give me a minute. And he looked at LeBron and then he and, and LeBron called him over. And the two of them called the rest of the team into the little in visiting locker rooms. They're very, very small, typically. And Charlotte is as well. Called him into the little training area, you know, with the tables in the Charlotte locker room so they could have an impromptu meeting before they answered any questions about it. And then what happened? Ray didn't talk. LeBron spoke for everybody, okay? LeBron spoke for everybody yeah. before the game about how they felt about Donald Sterling, right? But he has become more than that. He's the spokesman for the league. And so when he came out, was it five or six days ago? I mean, Giannis isn't speaking for the league. Kawhi's not speaking for the league. James Harden's not speaking for the league. There's one person who speaks for the league right now. It's the same, it's, okay? <laughs> right. And when LeBron came out a few days ago and said, I'm not playing in front of empty arenas. To me, that option was off the table, off the table. It didn't matter if LeBron backed off on it, which he did. And also okay? this he was probably the, told to the, the, Rudy was Go, off the,
1: table. the Rudy Gobert thing just changed the math on everything. Right. Because it playing from of empty arenas, it's to keep the players safe. The players are no longer safe. Rudy Gobert could have had this disease for 10 days. Right. How, many people has, how many other players did he come in contact with? How many how games many,
0: have they played since? Do
1: we I know? mean, who, let's, say, let's say they've played Three, four, four games, right? right? That's four of the teams. Four of the teams have played four of the teams. Exponentially, this thing is out of control at this point. That's why they just had to stop it. The, the, the fact that an NBA player has it means other NBA players have it.
0: Yes. No, there's no doubt there's going to be more testing
1: and 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 uh, that's, and, and, forward, and that's yes. the biggest thing and then listen if we want to go outside of sports i love when people start talking about all the documented cases the documented this show is sponsored by better help
0: what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day go for a run take a nap maybe check the stats of the latest miami heat game i've got a better idea a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time the question is time for what if time was unlimited Flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.comslash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H E L slash Miami Heat.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Cases
1: ain't shit. No, first no, of all, people age, don't first- know they have it. Eighty yeah. percent of the people that are walking around with it are asymptomatic. Right. That means so all these young there's young people everywhere walking around with coronavirus that don't know they have it because they don't have symptoms or they have very very mild symptoms. So right. people have it all over the place. So if Rudy Gobert has it and he he's played four games since he contracted it, the amount of and, and now we're not just talking about NBA players. We're talking about coaching staff, mm-hmm. training staff, uh, arena personnel. Fans that have shaken hands and then touched their mm-hmm. eyes and face, like everything just, need, everything just needed to get – and I don't mean to be an alarmist because we still have to go back to the fact that this, this has a 3.5% um, mortality rate, which I also mm-hmm. think is overblown because you don't know how many people actually have the virus. Right, right, so right. the people that die from it, of course it's going to be a greater – it's going to look like a greater number compared to the people that actually have it so it does, the mortality rate is low, but the thing is well, we have to stop i i, I don 't like when people talk about the low mortality rate when we we act like the people that are are sick and infirm are dispensable right it's right 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 well
0: that, <laughs> that, that, right? well that was again i, I don 't want to okay there was something that was said today by someone who occupies the white House that to me was so disgusting because it, it when he talks about uh, numbers like it like they're like oh it's only this many people have died and it's like those are people who died okay yeah. like I, but anyway, but, I, but i i if i go there you and know it's the
1: most happen? and 20 and, and, and of
0: our audience is going to tune us out
1: and it's the most so. vulnerable among us we have to remember when we walk around the heat arena and 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 arenas all over the country a lot of the people that work in those arena are are older are 65 are old. and up and this is older. something that that's they, right that's and they, right. this is something they do three times a week they don't have a full-time job. There's just something some of them their social security or whatever they're doing, or they just want to get out of the house and they like being around people. So those people are the ones that are are in danger. Or- well, and
0: the other thing is the security folks, like you mentioned, they don't. They also don't. I think what a lot of people don't realize is you'll see the same security people at the Panthers Arena, at the Heat Arena, yeah. at Hard Rock Stadium, at a Hard Rock venue. Like you'll see these people all around south florida because a lot of them work for the security companies that are basically contracted out these various places you know who else is the food vendors okay so if you're here at the concessions right like a lot of these vendors work at a lot of, so so it's like they're in one building and then they're in another building and they're another building and they're coming across how many people like if you're if you're serving a hot dog you're at the papa John stand here at the arena how many people are you serving at the papa John stand how many people are you coming in contact with you okay? touch the money
1: so, they touch the money yeah, I mean, I mean it's,
0: it's just, I, I mean, I, I, again, I don't want to be alarmist about it either. Um, I, you know, but I just think it got to a point, like you said, it, there needed to be a flash, a face on this from a sports perspective. And now Rudy Gobert is kind of the face of it. And especially because he's a face, not just because he's got it, but because he was also evidence of somebody who was making light of it in the same way that the biggest idiot congressman in the entire country that Matt Gates, the,
1: the one with all the DUIs, the one in uh, <laughs> uh, North, North Florida, the one who right? knew he was uh, exposed to it. that went to Rocco's Tacos in West Palm beach. That right, one? Well,
0: be, be, before he even did that, you know, he was the one who wore the gas mask when he voted on it mm-hmm. to make light of it. And then he had to self quarantine after that. He is the worst congressperson in all of America, but basically, uh, well, there's a couple that might be in competition, but he, he's, he's, he's... hes
1: I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything. I'm saving all my takes for how, how light opinions. You can get yours uh, out right. You I might have either. to come on the next episode because it feels like you have some stuff to get off your chest. Well, no,
0: I always do, but, but I, I try not to because people... And, then, you know, 20% of our audience gets upset that I get political. So I, I got to be careful of that. And, but I just don't think we can talk basketball tonight because there's just no basketball to talk about. Like, I, I mean... It's, i mean we can this synopsis could be 30 seconds i mean the heat play down to competition and they don't they take teams for granted and and then they stop moving but it almost seemed i, I don't i don't know what eric was doing tonight i gotta be honest i don't i don't understand the solomon ill minutes i don't i don't i don't get why a linux i thought a linux
1: something happened to him it i thought like, kelly was hurt i thought kelly was, me too and sudden, he, he, he pulled up, out of the third quarter yeah I he don't, showed up in the third quarter i'm like oh wait we couldn't rebound the entire game um why is the seven foot Kelly on Lenick just showing up with uh, two minutes left in the third.
0: I, it was a weird. It was a weird game, but again, none of it really matters. And I, I guess where we kind of close here, um, and we'll do more podcasts as things go forward. I think we, we I think we have a responsibility to kind of follow this story from an NBA perspective because we're an NBA podcast from a Heat perspective. I don't know that there's going to be another statement from the Heat tomorrow. Um, I got the sense that they're just going to shut things down. And, again, you mentioned these arena workers. Everyone I saw at the end was like, see you next year. I I don't know that they – you know, they don't know anything. We don't know anything. But I think that the sense of this tonight was, you know, this is the end. And and, and if it is, man, what a – I mean, there's a much bigger human cost here. So, again, I don't want to make too much of basketball. Just from a basketball perspective, man, this had been a fun season. And it's just like – you know, and, all over the
1: NBA. It's been a fun season. It, it no, has, we, we, and we didn't know who was going to win the title for the first time in like five years.
0: Right. And there were a lot of good storylines, but you know, I mean, it's not just going to be the NBA too. The NHL is going to shut down. They have to, um, the Panthers are, I mean, they always have games in hand. They were going to miss the playoffs anyway, probably by a point, but like, you know, the NHL is going to shut down. MLS just started, you know, some excitement over inner Miami, playing pretty well in its first two matches i mean we're just gonna have to get used to the fact that there's just not going to be a lot of sports for a while um and because there are just bigger issues at play here now what we're going to do is a network uh, you and i need to talk about uh, because obviously the, obviously there's things we got to cover we had we were bringing in some great sponsors over the next couple of weeks we had a watch party things on monday we had a watch. We're not watching anything. We're just, wa- we're, wa- we're doing a wash party. We're washing our hands. <laughs> it's going to be a wash party. Uh, again, I, I, I don't think we should pod for that much longer because I don't want to be seen as making light of this. I'm not. Um, I, I think it's serious. I hope that none of our listeners get infected, uh, in any way. I hope everybody takes the necessary precautions and puts, you know, what's important first. Uh, with that being said, it was just, it was just a depressing, weird, surreal, Night here, as you know, the heat were trying to come back, and at the same time, people were seeing on their phones. You know, it was one of those where were you moments, right? Like, and you had we've had a lot of those lately, I feel like, yeah, but this was one of those, you know, where were you when Kobe died? Where were you? You know, I feel like we've had those, you know, even in sports, and it just came home here. And so, I don't know, I don't know, I don't even know how the heat operate at this point. Like, you just what do they have conference calls with their players basically. To keep them posted, I you know, I, send I mean, out
1: emails to all the players, every NBA player right now, every NBA player, all NBA personnel, because of the Rudy Gobert thing has to basically be quarantined. Because like I said, yeah. in, in a week exponentially, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. A week in the NBA is a, is a lifetime. Like you could play five games in seven nights. Right. Remember so how, many,
0: how everybody reacted to remember. And again, I'm not, I'm not comparing coronavirus to HIV or AIDS. But remember how everybody reacted in 1991 to, to Magic. I mean, I you exactly. know, I mean, I, I mean, everything is a nice, sweet story now that we're what? How many years later? Twenty to thirty years later, and Magic is not only still alive, but is you know appears healthy and vibrant <laughs> and everything else as much as he was at any point right, in his mate. life.
1: I've made jokes on licensing opinions about that that I will not repeat on this. On this yeah, podcast.
0: D- d- don't do it. I'm just glad he's. <laughs> I'm glad he's alive and I'm glad he's healthy. But I remember 1991 very well. I um, mean, I was I was 17, 18 at the time, and I remember, you know, the shock when Magic had this. It wasn't just the shock. It was remember what Carl Malone said, uh, which I, th- I yeah. think a lot of people have not forgotten. Uh, you know, about not wanting to be near him, and remember that the stand. I thought the best stand of David Stern's entire commissioner career was. Was having magic play in the All-Star game. I thought that was symbolic and showed that it was safe. Um, but look, as far as contagion goes, I'm not comparing the seriousness of the diseases. Let me make that clear. Okay, uh, okay. without well, that, with disease or the affliction. But this, this, this is not. This. But, but. but this is much more contagious than that was yeah this okay, is not that's, a
1: blood this is not blood transfusion this is a this is a just being in the
0: same area right exactly I mean the chances of anybody contracting HIV for magic were infinitesimal they really were I mean the heat took, I mean excuse me the NBA took precautions you know they made new rules with the trainers and they had to stop play when there was blood there were a lot of things that were done uh, that may have even been more than was necessary but they did them. And, you know, we got passing and there have uh, no, my, my, no doubt there have been HIV positive players in the NBA since uh, we haven't heard about it and we probably will never hear about it, but I, I don't think that I, you know, I would be stunned if anybody actually contracted HIV from playing an NBA game. Um, but, you can absolutely contract the coronavirus from playing an NBA game.
1: There's no question. I mean, you just, and, it's guys just bumping into each other, sweating. I mean, right. it's, it's it, once an NBA player had it, you knew it was done. Honestly. Yeah. And, and if anybody in the training staff had it, they were going to have to cancel the season. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, sure,
0: sure. if somebody, if somebody in the media had it, they might've,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, they,
0: they, they, they might've, if somebody in the media who was in locker rooms tested positive, they, they you might have, have to shut everything and,
1: everything down for two weeks while you get tests. I mean, do we have tests? Yeah. Okay. Don't that's, answer that question. Don't that's answer. a topic for skin <laughs> I I
0: mean, according to the administration, there is no coronavirus. It's not. The stock market is strong. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. We're we're. I I'm gonna stay away from all that. All right. We'll we'll do more podcasts going forward. Uh, we're gonna continue to kind of address. Everything that's happening, you know, obviously if we have an, a lengthy hiatus, uh, we will figure out a way to make this entertaining in some way and maybe do some Heat Stories episodes. Uh, there, there, there's, some, there's some places we can go uh, with the podcast, but obviously we're going to let this kind of settle for about 24 to 48 hours probably and, and then come back to it. You know, we had plans to cover the games on Friday and Saturday. Obviously there will be no games on Friday or Saturday. Um, I I just don't. The, I guess the final thing, Alf, before we go, it's not just the 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 virus part of this. It's the logistical part of this. I I just don't. I, I almost think like the NBA's only option would be to just shut the season down now. It, it's going to be totally unfair. You can't like let's say that you know you just in three weeks the coast is clear. How do you do that? Because you, you're, you're going to play how many games? You've already canceled all these games. Oh, what, what do you, it's not because certain teams have played more. Some teams more. T- my personal times. feeling you is gonna,
1: you. You find you. Okay, you find out who's played the most games. Let's say it's, someone's played sixty-five games. I'm just pulling yeah. it out there. You okay? Or you say sixty-five? Okay, we're all going to go to sixty-seven games, right? right. Somehow figure it out how to get to sixty-seven games. For every every team, and just start the playoffs.
0: I don't think you can though, because some of these buildings are not available. I, it's not. It's going to be a weird.
1: It's. I mean. I I. Mean,
0: I, 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 mean, I mean. Think. Think of what the Heat's next trip was going to be. Right. It was that Chicago, Indiana, Milwaukee. I don't know the order, but it was. It was basically like the NBA structures these trips in a certain way. So you had like these three Central Division teams that the Heat were going to play back to back. But I mean, those games are not happening now, right? So I just don't. To me, the only option. Is for the league to basically say season is over. Start okay. The playoffs. We're going to start the playoffs whenever it is the coast is clear. Yeah, and
1: or I'm just so- cancel and, it and start it over next year.
0: And, and, and right, and I'm so I'm sorry. You know, you're sorry to the teams, but the, the NBA has a little bit of an of a. There's one blessing for the NBA this year, is there are not a ton of teams in competition for the playoffs. So if you look at, uh, let's do this. I know we said we're going to end the pod, but. this may be the last one for a little while too. So, so let's, let's do this. Okay. If you look at uh, NBA, okay. If you look at the NBA standings right now in the East, I mean, it's basically been settled, right? I mean, it's not, there's not a lot of debate right now. Like who's going to be the eight teams. I mean, Washington is how many games back of Orlando? I think they're four, four, five, five and a half games back. Okay. So in in the Eastern conference, Milwaukee was going to be the one seed. Toronto was, three, it was six and a half back, but three ahead of Boston. That's enough of a cushion that you can say Toronto's the two. The Heat, the heat lost heat, ground after, again. But, right, and so the Heat are two and a half behind Boston and two ahead of Indiana, so it's not a tie or anything like that. So you can put the Heat in the four. Okay, so it's Indiana and Philadelphia. Who was going to be five? Who was going to be six? Well, it does, it's not deciding home court, so it's not a big deal. Okay, one's the five and one's the six. The Heat would open with Indiana. Brooklyn is the seven, and Orlando's the eight. Again, I know you don't want to play Milwaukee, but there's not that much difference, I mean, between seven and eight. So I think you're okay there too, right? So I think in the East, like, I don't think there's really anything to settle. And in the West, the Lakers are five and a half up on the Clippers, who are one and a half up on Denver, who's one and a half up on Utah. Okay, so there's one game separating Utah, Oklahoma City, and Houston for the four. Fine. Dallas is comfortably in the seven. And then Memphis is three and a half up on Portland for the eight. It's, up on Portland, the, New Orleans, you know what, and Sacramento. Like,
1: nobody can you complain. You can
0: just settle it. You just settle it now. That's and, and you were talking about 65 games. I'm looking at the West. So it's uh, from the Lakers on down, 63, 64 to Clippers, 65 for the Nuggets, 64 for the Jazz, 64 for the Thunder, 64 for the Rockets, 67 for Dallas. Fine, but they're – Three games back of Houston, Oklahoma City in the loss column, and then sixty-five from Memphis. So you've had enough games now. This remember the, the the lockout shortened season was sixty-six games,
1: right? You have a representative okay, so, sample, and it's it's. It, listen, you could you could end this, and, and anybody could have their gripes, but right now, if you're three and a half games out of the playoffs, too damn yeah. bad, right? Right, right. You would look. You, you really- had
0: sixty-six games, yeah.
1: You would look really, really silly trying to. I mean, even if you wanted to get everybody to sixty-seven games, that doesn't give any of the teams outside of the playoffs looking in a chance to get back in. No, it doesn't. So, so it even doesn't. if you went up to seventy, it gives you a really small chance.
0: Yeah, so, that, that's that's why I think this is over. I, I think you just. I think the the regular season is over. Give this, you know, a full month, okay? And to that gives out. you
1: sixteen arenas to figure out. To figure out, and then you basically. You, then you
0: you allow teams what a 3 or 4 day training camp okay and then mm-hmm. you start the playoffs uh, that that's the only i think that's best case scenario in my mind. i think i, I think that I, I think that is the best case scenario all right the best case scenario for us is to end this podcast um anyway uh <laughs> we're not going to get into a ton of detail tonight about other stuff and our sponsors but we do want you to check out Dural toyota uh we do want you to uh check out dutch vf dot com for dutch valley farm a couple of our great sponsors um and we have some more sponsors that are coming on board but that may wait a little bit we'll see anyway thanks for joining us thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network